This podcast is a production of America Matters Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the America Matters Media Podcast Network by visiting americamatters.us. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review at your favorite place to download podcasts. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. to this week's episode of City Talk with About Town Dev, and I'm your host, Debbie McCarthy. It's been a crazy afternoon. So also, we're a production of America Matters Media, Media, the home of quality conversation, so conversate with us. You can find us on the web at americamatters.us, that's americamatters.us, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dev. We're also on America Matters Media. We have a YouTube channel there as well. Our toll-free number is 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. And also be sure to chime in on the Facebook on our watch party on About Town Dev. I'm hoping that Christian put that up for me because Dazzy Georgia can't do it today. So um, if you were on Facebook, please, please chime in. And um, I'm just going to put something out there right away before I even introduce anybody. We're going to be giving away a bottle of eight. Jill, hold it up. Whichever one. 1850. 1850 Cab. Cab is 18, king, baby. 1850 Cab. And Cab is king. You heard it from Jill Ozer right there. 1850 and Mediterranean and Micah Sellers. She's like all over Fair Play. A little bit of Amador. She's a rock star. So if you were in the comments, anytime between now and then, put in 1850-1850. And when we get all these cases of wine delivered, which you're going to find out where the wine's going to go, that's when you'll get your wine. Because I'm going to wait. Or if you live out of state, if you don't live in Reno. So you owe more than 10 pounds. What is that? Anyway, so Jill, Jill will send the wine to you. So right now, anyway, so I just want to get that out. So you have plenty of time to put in the comments, 1850 to win a bottle of wine. So today I am so excited. I'm going to start with Eddie, Berth over here. Eddie is on the top. He's the one that's outside. So hello, Eddie. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. So Eddie is the executive assistant for the Reno Riverwalk. And he's been in Reno for six and a half years. He moved from San Francisco, which, thank goodness, we're glad you're here. And he also, his BFA in San Francisco Art Institute, which is actually good for now because this is our town month in Reno. And he likes the mountains and the snowboard and being in Lake Tahoe. And he does enjoy a nice glass of Pinot Noir. Or Eddie is here because yeah. if you saw the Facebook page, Eddie was out there in the hot sun when we had our wine lock. And he was handing out bags and bags and people got goodies in the bags. And I'll talk a little bit about that. Courtney um, with Design on Edge had said, hey, Deb, with your connections at El Dorado, can we get some really good wine? I said, I think we can make that happen. So Jill said, yes, we can make that happen. So in your wine bag, in the mystery bag, we're going to have 1850 wine plus another bottle of another wine 
which that won't be a surprise at this point right now. So Jill Ozer, 1850 gold, did I say gold line brands? All yeah. about wine. So um, thank you for being here. Jill's also a really good friend of mine. So I put that out there. Um, so Jill's going to be talking about the wine. And once we get all of our wine and done, we're going to talk about to Corey Michaels. And we're going to talk about, you know, this is a crazy time right now. And a lot of people say, hey, should we like start a new business? You know, is that, you know, is this a good idea to do it now? Well, Corey's going to tell you what he thinks if it's a good idea to do it. And we're going to give you three steps to turn your passion into a business. And honestly, I've loved this time to kind of like let go and learn. So we're going to talk to Corey and anybody can chime in at any time. So let's go right to the wine lock. So Eddie, tell us if they weren't here on the last few shows, tell us a little bit about how it came about and how we had to pivot and a little bit more about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think as we all know, the event landscape has been severely altered with everything that is going on. So we had to get really creative uh, to kind of be there and help support all of our Riverwalk merchants. Um, and the wine walk that typically happens on the third Saturday every month, you know, we have a huge turnout. There's a big following um, of, of people that really love that event. And so it's been um, a real bummer that we haven't been able to hold it. So we had to get creative. Um, so we came up with the virtual wine lock, you know, everything was kind of closed down when we came up with this. Um, and so it, again, it's just to really help to support those, uh, river walk merchants. Um, and so what you do is you, you get yourself a bag, you purchase a ticket, mm -hmm. you get a bag, it comes with some wine. Um, there's a glass in there, a river walk glass for a little DIY decorating. Um, you get a hashtag together. We are one heart wristband from, mm -hmm. from yourself. Uh, Brewer's Cabinet, uh, we have a beer in there from Brewer's Cabinet. Um, and then there's also going to be over $50 worth of promotions and offers from the downtown merchants that are in the bag. And so you really do get a lot of value for the uh, ticket cost. Well, I think that sounds like a lot of fun. And it's almost time again. Well, it's not time again. And it's that time already for our first break. We come back. We're going to talk more about the wine lock, but Jill's mm -hmm. going to tell us all about the 1850 wine and a little bit about the area. So you are going to know why you want to get this ticket. And if you, we're going to give you a code. If you use my code, then you're going to get $5 off. And Eddie and I had a really good idea. So if you use that code and you get $5 off, you're going to get a, I want to say not a golden ticket, a great golden ticket. And you're going to get a chance to win an Eldorado wine gift box. So you're going to get all kinds of Eldorado wine and probably Dorinda's chocolate. So I'm telling you guys, you really, 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 really want to pay attention and you want to go to their Facebook page. And before we go out, what's the Facebook page real quick or the link? I want to make sure we get that in before break. Yeah. So you could just go to uh, renoriverwalk.org uh, or renoriverwalk.org uh, backslash wine lock. And it will take you right uh, to the link to where you can purchase tickets. And this is a nonprofit, correct? Mm -hmm. So you are helping yep. the local businesses down on the Riverwalk. And the way things are going right now, we really need to help them. So oh, we're going to, um, yeah. So it's that time. We're going to wind down. We're going to take that first break. I want to remind you that we are also on a podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those cool things. And we will be right back for our next segment of City Pop right after these months.
unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. And welcome back to the second segment of City Talk. And I'm about town, Deb, and I got a text from Jazzy, Georgia. She's actually able to watch right now. So yay, welcome back, Georgia. So we left talking about the wine lock, L-O-C-K, in case you didn't hear, it's not a wine walk because we're not allowed to walk yet with the wine. So this is going to be a wine lock. So you're going to go on Eventbrite, you're going to get your ticket. And then on that Saturday, I want to say, is it the 18th? Yes, the 18th. The 18th on a Saturday, you're going to go to Keel Irish Pub which I don't think they're going to be able to open. Who knows about what's happening, but we will be out there and you'll get this really cool bag. And in the bag, you're going to have one of those three 1850 wines and another bottle of another wine. And you're going to get all those deals worth up to $50 and all that kind of stuff. And then you go home and you do selfies. You get chances to win, win prizes. And there may be some other tidbits we'll share later. So Jill, tell us a little bit about the region of El Dorado County and what we are getting to have in the back. I would be happy to, Deb. Thank you. We're, we're really thrilled to be a part of this because I think, uh, you know, as we've been talking about with, with uh, everything going on, it's very difficult for nonprofits and, um, you know, and charities and important things like this to, to thrive and survive. So we're happy to participate and um, we're happy to showcase wines from El Dorado because, People are now learning that El Dorado's dirt is as good as Napa and the quality of fruit that comes out of here and wine is pretty phenomenal. And we're proud with all of our wines that we farm sustainably. So we pretty much farm organically. We just don't uh, pay to say organic. So sustainable for us means it's clean. There's no chemicals. Um, it's the best true expression of the fruit that grows from our vineyards in, uh, in Fair Play in El Dorado County. And um, what's beautiful about 18th, most people know that 1850 was the founding birth year of uh, constitutional birth year of our state. And for us, you know, California was founded on the promise of gold. And that's the standard that we hold for ourselves. So when we talk about our wines, it's um, we want our consumers and our customers to taste the gold standard. And that's what 1850 represents. So for this particular event, we're thrilled to be introduced, not introducing, but to be sharing um, three of our best-selling wines. And so the first one we have is our uh, 1850 2017 Cabernet. And it's got beautiful flavors of black currants and plum aromas and um, a, a really interesting bouquet of nuanced cedar, violet, leather, and cigar box. And, and what's great is people talk about the jammy mid-palate. It's got a little brown sugar and nutmeg, and it's got a beautiful, mm. lengthy, smooth finish. So this, um, you know, you can get this in our tasting room in, um, in Sutter Creek, all of these, but these will be in, uh, in your bag. The second one we have uh, is a, one of our crowd favorites, award-winning uh, 2016 GSM. And GSM, for those of you who don't know, stands for Grenache, Syrah, Morvedra. It's equal parts of all of those. Um, it's, this particular wine is aged in 50% American oak and 50% new oak. And it's really Rhone-inspired. That's where those three graves come from. And then our 2017 Chardonnay over in the corner here, perfect for summer. Um, it's 
really, it's, it's a, you know, it's got some oak on it, but it's got a crisp, um, beautiful flavors for the summer. And we've aged this in uh, 33% new French oak, 33% second year oak, and 33% neutral oak. And all of these, I mean, for the ticket price, you're, you're getting a steal for these. I mean, these normally, when we, they're in the taster room, we're at $28. And um, so we just want to really showcase the best of what we have. And, and that way people can come and and visit the tasting rooms in El Dorado and also, you know, visit this tasting room in Sutter Creek and Amador. But um, we are the wine region for Reno. And so it's mm -hmm. a beautiful place to come. And the sceneries are second to none, as Deb knows. I mean, you've got um, gorgeous. gorgeous views and sunsets. And uh, we hope you visit soon. And if you want to learn more about the wines, uh, it's 1850winescellars.com. And you can learn about our winemaker, um, you know, Micah, uh, as well as Terry Getz, who's a, um, who's a military veteran, and we're proud of that. And also just more about the region and our wine growing style and our grape production style. So I'm um, happy to answer any more questions, Deb, or things you think I missed, but we're, we're really thrilled to be I think you covered it all. Uh, well, I'm grateful to have you because I love sharing El Dorado County with Reno. It's a big deal to me. It's so important. So if you're listening right now, we want you to put in the comment box, have you been to El Dorado County? So say yes, El Dorado or El Dorado. We want to know. And if you haven't, if you want more information, say more info, more info. And you can also go to um, visiteldorado.com. You can go to El Dorado Wine Association, El Dorado County, put any of those in your Google search and you will get to El Dorado Wine Country. And there's so many beautiful wineries. So I am so grateful that we are going to get to have your wine right here in the Reno wine yeah. lock in their bags. So I'm really happy about that. I think you've got all of that. I do want to say that I had mentioned before there's a code. And Georgia, if you're watching or listening, can you put this code in or somebody put the code in? It's for, it's about town Deb wine 20. So A-T-P-W-I-N-E-2-O. About town Deb wine 20 and if you put that inside your, when you order, you're going to get $5 off. So you're already going to get it. It's now $35 just by putting the code in there. And you also get a chance to win an Eldorado wine basket with not just Jill's wine. You're going to get Nello's wine and Crystal Basin and Via Romano and all my favorites. And maybe you'll get a few extras because I know I have to go pick up pallets of wine. <laughs> well, Deb, Deb, I'd also love to, I mean, I know we've got this from 1850, but I'd also love to throw in a free um, VIP oh. wine tasting for four for our fair play tasting room called Medi that. Mediterranean Vineyards. Okay. And every Saturday through, um, you know, the summer, we have Mediterranean nights. It's a oh, great it's place gorgeous. to watch the sunsets. We have a large property, so it's very easy for us to social distance um, and also give everyone a a very safe um, yes. in, environment to taste, but the views are stunning. So um, they are. We have nice awesome. background music, and it's. Uh, but we are social distancing and adhering to all of that because our customer safety comes first. But uh, feel free to give away a, a VIP package to okay. our Mediterranean Vineyards uh, tasting room. I will. Okay, guys. So that means now more than ever, you need to go use that code. <laughs> you get extra chances to win. So, is there anything else that you want to share, Eddie? I, I feel like they may just to make sure they totally understand and they know how to get their tickets. Um, yeah. So again, it's uh, Reno riverwalk.org backslash wine lock. That's L O C K. Um, and it takes you right the, to the portal to purchase your tickets. Um, 
you know, we are still working on a few things with it as far as potentially having some raffle. I know Deb, that we talked about this kind of golden ticket piece where some of the bags may have a golden ticket in it when you mm -hmm. unwrap the glass. If you have that, then you have the opportunity of, uh, you know, picking out a prize. Um, so there's still a lot of things that are still in the works. Um, but yeah, we yeah. just, it's, it's really, it's all about, you know, supporting our, our Riverwalk merchants um, and, and kind of getting things going again for them. And then we have that online portion um, to participate in the little contest, you know, to win wine walk vouchers. Um, so it's decorating your glass, you know, uploading it to Instagram and hashtag, uh, you know, Reno wine lock. Um, there's also maybe a best dress. Maybe you get dressed up in a costume, you know, have a big group picture, obviously social distance, of course. So that way, you know, we're adhering to all of that. Um, and then if you were doing a, maybe having a little zoom party where everyone, mm -hmm. you know, is, has at their house and you do a, you know, you screenshot and you have a lot, the most zoom calls can win, um, some wine vouchers. So we're just kind of trying to be creative and, and just to make it fun and interesting for everybody. Well, I am really excited. It was so much fun. And I love the energy when people came to pick it up. They were so excited and everybody just had such a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and again, so Reno Wine Lock, it'll be on my, it's on my Facebook page. It'll be all over the place. I'm most likely to do a video. So get ready for that. So we will be all about this and sharing all over the place. So I'm going to switch back to Jill one more time and Jill the Chardonnay, I got to say, is Jazzy George's favorite. I know yes, she's listening. <laughs> so I'm, she's hoping that's what's going to be in her bag. If not, we'll make sure she gets one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I really got to tell you, El Dorado Wine Country, Fair Play, Carson Road, every one of the wineries, are you're, you're like family. So, guys, it, and they're very, it is, truly. Jill has this huge property there at, at Mediterranean. It's huge. And then there's Centivo across the street. There's lots of wineries all in this one area in Fair Play, so you can't go wrong. Over 30. So, I know. So we are going to – you guys are welcome to stay. If you have to go, we understand. But I'm going to switch over to Corey Michael with um, Michael Design and Consulting. Um, I just can't – I know there's more to your story than I really know because a little birdie told me that you need to go a little bit deeper in your story, Corey, because I have a feeling that you left – not the corporate world and then you went out on your own and now you're you're rocking it and you took that chance to do that and you're 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 comp you're compassionate you're compassionate for people and i really feel like your love for technology and how you want to help businesses and churches and nonprofits reach their full potential and that's why i think we all get along cuz Jill's the same way and i already know i could tell by Eddie he's the same way and i think we're all like-minded and we all want to bring business owners together and really help them strategize to build their brand. And that's what you do. And I've been listening to you for a couple, I don't know, maybe a month or two now on Tuesday mornings and you never disappoint. So I had to have you on here and we were talking about what should we share? And we were thinking about, do you do a business in this time? But before that, Evie Rose, is, did I say that right? She's adorable. Yep. You're a little baby Evie girl. Rose. So um, are you becoming a, bro, uh, um, a pro on diapers and late night feedings or how's that going with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've been the, uh, I, I would say the chief diaper changer uh, ever since she was born, actually. <laughs> uh, she's oh. nine months old and uh, she is actually just as a couple days ago, she's nine months old and she oh. is the best thing ever. For sure. And really enjoying well, I, uh, being a dad. 
Well, I love that. So are you finding during the pandemic with working at home, and I know Jill has works at home at some time too, but they also have the tasting room. Are you finding being a new dad and running a, a marketing business at home with a little one running, well, not running around yet, but crawling around. Stuff, she crawling just started around. crawling. So how is all that going for you? Let's just say while I'm wearing a button up shirt right now, to be honest, I'm wearing athletic shorts right now as we're sitting here. <laughs> well, I'm wearing shorts too. Yeah. Well, well you know, I got to be ready to catch her if I need to. So she's, she's starting to move pretty quickly here, but uh, it honestly, it has not been much different than before everything changed. I was already working at home and was already uh, figuring out this crazy life work balance. <laughs> uh, and it's it's uh, just kind of a, another piece of the puzzle. So yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm con- congratulations. And if you're listening and you've thought about starting a new business right now, put in the comments, I want to start or put something in there so we know. Because I know a lot of people, you could decide during this pandemic in the first few weeks, I decided it was all happy hours and wine. <laughs> and I didn't care about anything. And now I'm like, okay, I've spent two months and now I'm all about business and I decided to use this time to create and recreate and grow my brand and my business. So I'm using this time wisely. So I'd like you to tell us how you got started and what you're doing. And then, then it'll probably be break time unless my text isn't working. I don't know. So tell me yeah, if we got a text. I think it is break time. It is okay, break time, well, Debbie. Yep. Okay. Well, my phone isn't working. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to the show. We are on our third segment, How They Go So Fast with City Talk with About Town Dev. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we'd like you to join the party. So please, 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 since I am About Town Dev, my town, your town, any town, let's connect. Feel free. If you don't want to call and you're shy, you don't have to call. But if you want to call worldwide, it's 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Or you know what? Just chime in on Facebook. I know George is watching. I think Eric's watching it. So, um, and Eric, thank you. We also pinned up on the Facebook page, the About Town Dev Code. And Grandma B, I know you're probably watching. So thank you for watching. And now I'm going to go right back to Corey. So, we when we we got to have our one in one our one in one conversation after I yep. was on one of the mastermind giver giver mastermind classes and I who'd have thought every Tuesday at eight o'clock I'm dressed and ready to learn from you guys and I <laughs> love 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 it love it so when we had our talk we were sharing a little bit and I had said that my I worked in the nonprofit church world for I don't I think three different parishes I worked for and lots of nonprofits and fundraisings fundraisers and that's where you started right and so yep. how did you make the shift from there to where you are now yeah so um yeah i was on staff as a pastor at a church in the sacramento area for about 10 years uh overseeing the media marketing communications it technology creative all that kind of stuff was my oversight for a really long time 
which was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed doing it. Um, I uh, felt that the time for transition uh, was supposed to happen, and that actually ended up happening at the end of 2018 uh, when I just had some new passions and uh, ideas that I had in my head and my heart that I really wanted to just help a lot of people, uh, particularly in the uh, business uh, space. And so now I've got the uh, awesome blessing to help a lot of churches, actually, and nonprofits and for-profit businesses um, that that have uh, – but just been a lot of fun to work with. And, and really the way, and, and this sets up what I'm going to talk about in the next segment with those three steps to turning your passion into income and, and a business, um, how all that started, I, if I could just share my story a little bit, Deb. I would love um, it. Yes, I want it. So, well, perfect. <laughs> so when I graduated high school, like most, which was in 2007, just Sorry if that makes anybody feel old. I'm 31. Um, I, when I graduated high school, like many people, did not know what the heck I wanted to do exactly. Um, so I actually decided uh, to go into psychology uh, as a psychology major in college, uh, community college. And um, part of my reasoning behind that is I wanted to be a counselor uh, mm-hmm. to help children specifically with Tourette's syndrome wow. uh, because I have Tourette's syndrome. Anybody listening or watching this right now would never guess. I've learned how to control it over the years. That is a whole other conversation, but that's who I wanted to uh, be able to help. And I've been able to in a number of different ways unofficially over the years. But after about uh, a year and a half of that, I was like, you know, I don't think I want to be a psychologist uh, forever and 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 a counselor. So I actually switch to philosophy uh, because I've always been kind of an out of, outside the box thinker, uh, looking at things from different angles and perspectives. And I love like deep thought and critical thinking. Um, so I took a couple classes in that. Fabulous. Absolutely loved those classes. And then I realized, you know what? The only thing I could really do with this is become a philosophy teacher. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really want to do that either. So then I switched my, my major to English. Uh, that was always my best subject all throughout school. I was always in the AP and honors classes. Uh, but then uh, after another couple of semesters of that, I was like, I don't want to be in school for another eight years just <laughs> to get a teaching degree or whatever. So then I changed to linguistics. I love language, love the study of it. I took five years of Spanish. Uh, I started to teach myself Japanese and Russian and Tagalog wow. <laughs> um, at one point. Uh, but then and I took a class on that and that I never officially declared that as my major, but it was where I was going towards. And I was like, this isn't really practical. So then I decided to go with graphic design. <laughs> after all that, <laughs> after all that really academic stuff, I went the art direction. Um, and so that was fun. But uh, what that all led to was um, that all happened before I got hired on at the church uh, to be the full time graphics and marketing and, and whatnot. Uh, but all of the skill sets that I learned, all of the knowledge, all of the different things I learned from my time in college, I applied in my time as a pastor. You have the psychological aspect of it, knowing how to uh, talk with people, understand their triggers, understand what's going on behind the scenes. There's the philosophical side of it. Obviously, there's the religious connotations of everything and, and God, and, and that's not a, a tangible thing, right? So you got to know how to think outside the box that way or see problems from different perspectives. Uh, there's um, a number of different philosophical elements. And then there's English, delivering sermons, communicating with team members, linguistics, breaking down 
uh, hermeneutics in uh, Greek and Hebrew for different sermons. And in the graphic design, that just ended up being something that I got actually hired to do. So, so I had all of these things come back full circle. But one of the things that I really learned in this time was being in a nonprofit sector, right? The church is a nonprofit, uh, was... Uh, we don't have a lot of money to work with. <laughs> uh, and so I learned how to um, find deals, fundraise, uh, find opportunities for trading, uh, just bootstrap a lot of marketing efforts uh, uh, for the church to get out into the community, to uh, put on events. Uh, and, and as I uh, transitioned out of my time at that church, who I, to this day, I saw a uh, an amazing relationship with. Um, I really, what I really took from that was, man, I want to show people there are more ways than you are thinking in your tunnel vision to accomplish a goal. Um, and for me, uh, that was helping business owners uh, kind of take their uh, their passions, their experiences, their fears, their strengths, their weaknesses, take every single piece of who they are. Uh, and do something with it to help people and and show them that it doesn't have to cost you a whole bunch of money to do that. That that and so that came from that bootstrapping uh, mindset that I had was like here's here if you're passionate about something just just go and do it. <laughs> like if money, time, energy, effort were not an issue and they were all just not an issue, what could you do to help people? Um, and that's how I started to look at it for myself first was based on everything I'd learned on all my, even everything with my Tourette's and growing up and how I learned to interact with the world on that and deal with, uh, pressures and everything that comes with just growing up, right. Uh, taking that and, and making a, uh, a passion turn into a viable source of income, uh, and and just to let everybody know how crazy this is, and that if I can do it, you can. When we moved from California up here to Washington State, where I am now, um, I moved without having formed my job, my marketing agency yet. We didn't have any job opportunities available to us. I had no uh, no offers anywhere. We were moving a house. We were getting ready to have a baby. <laughs> uh, all these big changes, but I felt like I need to step out in faith, and this is what I need to do, and the rest is going to make sense. Uh, the, the pathway will be made clear and revealed when I just take the next step in front of me. Uh, and that's, that's what happened. And then I felt led to start this agency and turn again, passions, experiences, fears, strengths, weaknesses, everything into what I um, get to have so much fun today doing, which is to help business owners overcome their stuff first, uh, to, to ultimately grow their business and, and their passion, um, and, and turn it into something pretty awesome and, and help a lot of people. Well, you're doing a great job with it. So if you're listening out there, have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like, oh my gosh, can I do that? If you have put in it, oh my gosh, or put something to let us know, because we are not alone and we all go through this. So we come back, it's that time again, to take another break. So if you're listening online, America Matters over the airways at AM 1180, you can always catch us live streaming at about time depth after the fact to rewatch it and America Matters YouTube channel. So hang in there with us. We come back. Three steps to turn your cash into income. Be right back.
Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back to the fourth and final segment of City Talk. It happened so quick. Dang it. Um, I want to quickly say thank you again to Jill and to Eddie. They um, they had to like scooch out before we got back. So I didn't like to say like, thank you, like right to them. So I want to thank them. And while we were on break, I did get a question for you. Okay. So you can All right. put this in. So we want to know, have you had, you know, being in marketing and having clients and helping brand them, you ever had a client that was difficult that quite didn't, I'm kind of difficult sometimes. It says, I don't know why you want me to do that. Or, um, or, you know, you don't have to tell us their names or, you know, anything like that. Cause I know, sure. you know, you're, you're, they're trusting you to yep. brand them as they're starting out. So yep. they have to have faith in you or they wouldn't ask you. So have you had any of those and then go right yep. into our three steps. Well, what I love about that question is um, it actually has to do with what I was planning on talking about uh, today. So I'm going to answer that question and, and pretty much go right into um, my okay. my three steps. Um, so, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've actually had to fire clients before uh, because it just wasn't the right fit. And so if you want to avoid being a client that your marketing team fires, uh, then maybe maybe hopefully these tips will help you a little bit. Um, the biggest frustration that I had with the clients that I've had to fire in the past are people who try to be too many things to too many people. Rather than focusing on one pain point, no, not talking about you. <laughs> no, I, I, I try to be too many things for everybody. <laughs> no, so you know, people, but people that are truly like they have good intentions. It's it's never it's never about that. It's it's uh, they have good intentions. They want to help people, but they spread themselves so thin, and they are taking in too many voices from all these people who don't know what they're talking about is <laughs> kind of what it comes down to is uh, then they start getting influenced. Like I had a client who um, I gave a logo to, I gave her like two different logos. She loved them until she showed them to some of her cohorts and that every single one of them had an opinion on it. And then, so I ended up making three more logos for her. And so that was, you know, I didn't fire that lady. That was a, that was a different person, but um, you know, and not knowing, not knowing what you're trying to do or, or who you're trying to serve and taking in too many voices. Um, that's a really big, uh, difficulty to work with. Um, and the other thing is, um, that I would say is even more of a stickler point for me is you're in business just to make money. We're not the right fit for you. Um, I am because of my background and everything that I do and what I believe in and my values. If there isn't some level of trying to help people and solve a pain point, I am uh, not interested in developing a partnership there. I will point you to some people that may be a good fit, but that's not the right fit for me. So the reason why that goes into what I'm talking about today is because, you know, we're really answering the question, is now the time to start a business? And the answer, I'll tell you, spoiler alert, is yes. <laughs> it sounds crazy uh, because of COVID and, you know, just civil unrest in a lot of different ways and economic unrest and um, so there's a lot of questions out there. A lot of people are finding themselves in really unfortunate situations with their jobs. But here's what I would say. Now is the time. If you've ever thought, man, I could help people by doing this, 
but I've never been able to because of this job or this situation. Look, you've got no more excuses now. <laughs> now, you know, maybe besides your children and managing your children. Uh, but but besides that, uh, this is the time to to start something new that is a passionate a passion project maybe for you and actually get some income out of it. So um, these three things that I just want to share real briefly with everybody, these will help you to not only be a good client to a potential marketing team in the future, but this <laughs> is going to save you so much time, energy, effort in the future um, as you're trying to build this thing. So the first uh, thing is to clarify your passion. That sounds super generic, super vague, but a lot of people do not know what they are passionate about. And here is a really great uh, test to figure out what you're passionate about. First of all, ask yourself, what are what are your core values? What is it that you are are you stand behind as a value? Or what do you view as just simply injustice? Like this is not right. I'll give you a great example of a client of mine. Um, I have a client that is an animal trainer and dog walker. And she started it because she's like, dog walking is so dang expensive for people. Um, and it's inefficient. Uh, they, all it is, is just walking the dog. There's no training involved. She was like, I want to combine the two and solve this pain point that's not going to cost as much. And it's going to provide extra value for people that are struggling with their uh, animals being you know, misbehaved. Uh, and so for her, the injustice was, dog walking shouldn't have to be so expensive and there should be more value out of that. And so, and she loves animals. And so that was a passion of hers. Right. Uh, but maybe, maybe you're in the nonprofit sector and um, maybe, you know, right now is a great time to start a nonprofit <laughs> uh, because there's so much need out there. Right. So what is your injustice that you are fighting against? Is it, uh, is it uh, racial equality? Is it, is it uh, sex trafficking industry related? Is it, um, orphans related or widows, right? It's the things that in the Bible, if you, if you've ever read any part of the Bible that those things come up a lot, this is a great time to clarify, uh, what it is that you're passionate about, write down a whole bunch of ideas and see which one sings with your heart the most. Uh, the second so, thing is, okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, if you're listening, go ahead and put in the comments. Are you, you know, tell us what you're passionate about. Yeah. Feel yeah. free to chime in the comments because afterwards I'll rewatch it and I'll chime back in with you. So go ahead. Perfect. Corey. Love it. Yeah. The second thing is to then figure out what makes you different. So, um, you know, there's a, uh, a, a phrase in the business world. It's your unique value proposition. Uh, all that means is what is it that you do that's better than anybody else that does what you do? So let's use my dog walker client as an example again. She is really good with uh, particular types of breeds, number one. Uh, but number two, because she is adding in the training with the dog walking, she's providing that extra value. Yeah. I like to I like to tell people, um, you know, business owners or potential business owners, reach people nobody else is reaching by doing things that nobody else is doing. So look to see what your potential quotes competition is doing and just do it better. <laughs> do it differently. Do Pretty it simple. more special. Do it do it in a way that makes you stand out uh, from the competition. Uh, and that's gonna that's gonna um, set you apart in that way in your mind more than anything. And then you know the the actual development of your marketing plan can follow from there once you know what really makes you different. Um, and but then the third thing is to create your plan. So. Um, I, I liken marketing strategies and marketing plans uh, in building your business, and that's because that's all related here, 
um, to New Year's resolutions to get healthy at the beginning of the year. <laughs> a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to stop smoking or I'm not going to drink anymore or I'm going to lose 20 pounds or, or whatever it is, right? And uh, statistics show that it's something like within 21 days that people give up and usually they've only done it once, whatever it is that they're <laughs> going for. Uh, and it's hard, right? It's because we go into these things without a plan. And if you don't have a plan of action, you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to feel demoralized or you're going to feel like a failure. And then you're going to go, oh, well, that doesn't work or that method doesn't work or that, you know, whatever doesn't work. Well, the same thing goes for marketing. A lot of people shoot from their hip. They do what the latest marketing guru is telling them to do, pay them a lot of money to tell them what they should do. It doesn't work because they don't have a plan. They just hope it works. They just hope social media works. They just hope their business cards work. They just hope whatever works. Um, then it fails. They get frustrated. Uh, and they think, oh, all marketing is a scam. You know, I've talked to business owners who think they don't need marketing because it's all just a sham and they don't need it, which is unfortunate because in today's society, you do actually uh, need that. Um, so, you know, creating that plan and think about who's your target audience. Um, what what kind of goals is it you're trying to accomplish per month? Like hard, physical, tangible, measurable goals. Like you got to think through those. Who are the kinds of people that can help you get, get the word out? Um, what is your budget? You should have a marketing budget. Even if it's $25 a month, come up with something that makes sense for you uh, to put money aside for things like business cards or a brochure at some point or or website costs, whatever it may be. Um, and then choose a launch day and, and who's going to help you get the word out there. So um, creating the plan is just incredibly, incredibly important. Um, the last thing that I'll say, um, and then I know we're, we're going to be wrapping up soon here, is yeah. um, this is going to be very counterintuitive, but don't share your <laughs> idea with the world. Don't share it when it's in its baby phase because uh, I think ideas in their infant stages are the easiest to kill. Um, and uh, because they're not fully developed yet, they're not uh, thought through, they don't have the plan yet. So being very, very, very wise about who you bring into that planning process um, cause that's, what's going to help you in the long run, uh, turn something that's like, man, I'm passionate about this. Would love to do this. Let's make some income out of it. So I hope that was helpful. It was totally helpful. I'm excited. I got to have you back, Corey. I love you. You're like incredible. I just love your passion. Oh, and I'm really grateful because I have Eric and I have Wes and I have Georgia and I have Courtney and Tucker. I have a, I surround myself with a great team. So with that said, I want to thank all them. And I want to thank you. What is your website? Please. Yeah, it's uh, thecoreymichael.com. So T-H-E-C-O-R-E-Y-M-I-C-H-A-E-L.com. And you're on Facebook as well. So you can find you on Facebook, find you on the website. I want to thank yep. Jill Ozer with Mediterranean 1850, Micah Sellers. She's a rock star. And I'm so, and I want to thank Eddie Gertz with the, with the Riverwalk. So please guys, get your Riverwalk tickets. There is a code about town Deb wine. 20 and it's ATD W-I-N-E 20 get your tickets you get $5 off and a chance to win a tasting and a wine basket so I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of City Talk with About Town Deb we'll be back next week for some more fun and fabulous things stay healthy and we'll see you next week at About Town Deb <laughs>